This is Coupled, Coupled for Life, your marriage podcast with Jason and Elizabeth Franklin. Sparking communication in intertribal and intercultural marriages. It's good to be back. Welcome back to the Couple for Life Marriage Podcast. We are your hosts, Elizabeth Wanjiro Franklin and, and Jason Franklin Ochola. Yes. We're here to spark communication in your marriage. Yep. Yep, indeed. <laughs> indeed, yep. Yep, indeed. I don't know why we are yapping. <laughs> Why are we yapping? <laughs> you are yapping. There wasn't. <laughs> yep. You're the one who started. Okay, 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 okay. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Our website is www.coupledforlife.org. Head on over there. Contact us. We would love to hear from you. Mm. Listen to our podcast on anchor.fm and every other podcast platform. Listen to us on YouTube. Listen to us on bloomradio.co.ke and connect with us via our social media handles on Facebook and, and Instagram, Instagram at Coupled for Life. Yeah. Now, what are we talking about today? We left off in our previous episode at the place where we were talking about disobedience. Mm. And now let's get into obedience. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to marriage and the courtship period, mm-hmm. a lot of the time couples find themselves at this time is when they are unable to hold their horses. Mm-hmm. They're not able to stay pure. Mm-hmm. You are aware that this is the person that you are going to get married to mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like why are we waiting mm. i mean we're gonna do these things anyway mm. we might as well try mm. one of the biggest questions that is asked is how do you know that after you get married this person can perform shouldn't you test the waters first but, but that's the whole idea you do not know no, no, but what if you're now unsatisfied for the rest of your marriage years? Would it not be better to just know from the beginning that this person is going to satisfy me sexually uh-huh. before I go there? Because what if I go there? I've waited this long, then I get disappointed. Now, if they don't satisfy you and you've tried it out before marriage, are you going to call quits on it? Probably, because <laughs> you don't want to remain unsatisfied for the rest of your marriage. And then, mm. if you call it quits, is it going to be the style you're going to pick up with every other relationship? Let us try it out so that we see if it's a perfect fit. Let us try it out so that it's a perfect fit. 15 people later, perfect fit. Are you ever going to get a perfect fit? You know, I think the world has really fed us this life and many of our young people are testing the waters. They are testing the waters when they should not be. When God has clearly said, remain sexually pure. Mm. In the book of Psalms 119, the word of God asks this question, how can a young man keep his ways pure? Mm -hmm. And goes ahead to tell us the ways that a young man 
can keep his ways yes, pure. Does. Yes, it does. Because you see, purity is not something that we stumble upon. Mm. It's a choice it's that a you choice make. you make. It's something that you sit down with yourself. You call yourself for a meeting and say, eh, hey, mind, body, and soul, and spirit. Mm, Let us have here. a meeting. Let's, let's converse. Are we going to stay pure? Mm. Yes, we are. That's a unanimous decision? Yes. All right. So, physical. What are you going to do to ensure that we remain pure? Mm -hmm. I will number one. I will number two, three, four, mm -hmm. five. List mm -hmm. it down. Mm -hmm. All right. Spirit, what are you going to do to ensure that you stay pure? Mm. I will one, two, three, four, five. Mm -hmm. I will stay away from watching things that are going to make me stumble. Mm -hmm. Physical, I will stop looking at pornography and trying to get into the next girl's pants. Mm -hmm. Ah, yeah. Spiritual. I will get into the word of God and I will read it and I will feed the hunger that's in my spirit mm -hmm. for physical things and I will fill it up with spiritual things mm -hmm. instead. Mm -hmm. All right, we will we are in agreement. Yes. We are in agreement. All right, intellect, we are good. Mm. Yes. Heart and mind, we are all okay. Mm. Yes. Awesome. Let's do, Let's do this. It's not something that you stumble up. It's a decision. Yes, it is. In today's episode, we'd like to share some of the things Liz and I did to intentionally stay pure. Mm -hmm. You're so far from the previous episodes, deduced for yourselves that we were not living a straight life. And we'd like to show you how we did it so that you may emulate and also make a choice for yourself so that you get into marriage pure. And if you're in marriage already, you may stay pure. And to also know that it is possible to wait. And even hearing from us what it is that we did, you can pick up a few of those points mm. and also add on a few of your own because your own situation is different. Applies to you, yes. What is it that applies to me as Agnes, as Patrick, as Michael? What is it that applies to you that you need to implement in order to live right by God? Mm. Mm. Because it is not God's will for you to get into marriage having wasted that purity that he has put in you. It's not his will that you man go spreading your seed everywhere. When the Bible asks the men to drink from your own system, mm -hmm. your very own, not other people. Mm. And I know you might say, but when I get married, I'll remain faithful. I am being philanthropic <laughs> with, <laughs> with myself in my singlehood. Because once I get married, I am going to remain faithful. It is a lie. It's a lie. Don't lie to yourself that you'll be able to do some things in marriage when you've not started doing them in your singlehood. If you're not practicing it now, you'll carry it on. You'll carry it on. You won't break from it. If you're living immorally now, you will continue living immorally even in marriage. People hardly change that much. It takes the hand of God. It takes God to move you and move in you. Yes. And why not start when you're single? Start off on the right foot and continue with that right foot yes, all the way. Yes, yes. It looks foolish in this generation to not do some things. Mm -hmm. But it sets you apart. It does. You know, and God honors those who honor him. Oh. The word of God tells us our bodies are the temple 
of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit no longer resides in a physical brick, stone, and wood building. Mm, or within priests who or need to, priests. Do, no, to no, do no. sacrifices as, no, 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 no. as atonement for the sins of the Mm-mm. people. The moment you gave your life to Christ, the Holy Spirit dwelt in you. You yeah. are his temple. The blood that Christ shed on the cross was enough atonement yes. for your sins. You have been bought by the blood of the Lamb. A you, costly price. You have been purchased. You're no longer your own. Mm. You belong to God. Your body, your body is not be, your own. It is not your own. Now live right. Live right by the person who has purchased you. Mm. So here are a number of things that we purposefully chose to do mm-hmm. in order to stick to the narrow path. One of the things that I discovered very early on in the relationship was that if my palm got in contact with your palm, mm-hmm. the palms of our hands somehow had some electric current for real. <laughs> I, I have no idea how, but once the palms would touch, Hallelujah. Woo, for me, as the woman, some chemical reaction, and I don't mean a small chemical reaction it's a a surge of electricity (laughs) a surge it's like a pot that was just quiet with cold water then the minute the palms touch it's already at a hundred degrees boiling (laughs) really it went from zero to a hundred very fast very quickly and for me i realized then that we cannot have our palms touching Mm. Because it was causing feelings in me yes. that could, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that uh, could lead to a lot of things that we did not. <laughs> exactly. Just the holding of hands. Just the holding of hands. Was awakening things that should not have been awakened mm. before time. Mm. And so what did we do? How did we solve that problem? How we solved it was... somehow, we, 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 we can't be crossing the street. <laughs> yes. And you know, being a gentleman, holding my hand, guiding me through traffic, maybe, I mean... The and, hustle and bustle of yeah, city life. Like, on the very least, holding hands was acceptable for you and I. Mm. So how could we have... How are we even to show that we are now a couple? You know, <laughs> this is what we did. Instead of our palms directly getting into contact, mm-hmm. Liz would hold my thumb mm-hmm. and I would wrap the rest of my hand round her hand. On the, on the outer on the part. Outer side. <laughs> so it yeah. would seem like we are holding hands, but we were essentially not holding hands. No. You see, I didn't understand why she wanted it that way until she one day explained. So, I had to do my part to ensure that I was not making her stumble. Mm. Mm. I had to ensure that I keep us straight. Mm-hmm. So it's a choice we both made once I understood her. Mm-hmm. Now, she understood her body. Yeah. And it was important that we do not awaken her bodily functions ahead Desires. of time. <laughs> bodily desires. Bodily... Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> A bodily, <laughs> a bodily desires ahead of time. Because, mm. well, we know Nairobi and it has many corners and alleys and rooms and you know what would happen. 
Mm. So we had to be the, intentional. The, we had to be intentional because the fact is we still are human beings. In we, as much as we are believers, yeah, our bodies still have senses mm. and feelings, mm-hmm. and we had to take care of that. Yeah, that's number one. Number two thing that we needed to do on my part especially mm-hmm. was watch how I dressed. Mm. At all times. Yes. Now, not just when I was with you, but how I dressed out there now really, really mattered. Because now I was very aware that I am responsible for keeping you pure. Mm. It's not just me now. Mm. I need to watch out for you as well. Mm. If prior to that, I was okay with wearing short dresses, Mm. I now had to be aware of how short is short. Mm -hmm. What's the length? And we even had that discussion. Yes, we did. Like, what is the ideal length of my dress, mm-hmm. of my skirt mm-hmm. for you? What is it that will not stumble you? Mm-hmm. What is it that is going to help both of us in that regard? Mm-hmm. Such that I am not being explicit. It's not an issue of my dress, my choice. It's now my dress, our choice. Mm-hmm. The our choice being God's choice and our choice as a couple. Because then now we need to also look out for each other. Mm. Another thing that we did was watch out on our conversation. Mm. Now we know we are on the path to marriage. Mm -hmm. We still have to stay pure. Yes. But we have to watch our conversation. We are now texting more. We are now calling more. We are now talking more. Even into wee hours. Even into wee hours. Well... That's, that's. <laughs> that's not very advisable. <laughs> I think that one had really to have more boundaries and we also had to limit up until what hour we could talk. Yes, but there were two occasions we spoke through the night till 5 a.m. Those <laughs> were, okay, okay, fine, yes, there were. But I think those occasions were when we were planning for our wedding mm-hmm. and we needed to make some last minute decisions and choices and I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> At least it was two out of several. We were trying. I know. I we, were we watched our conversation. I remember this instance you told me of a time when you wanted to write to me a message. <laughs> and as you're mm. writing it, you feel this nudging in your spirit. Do not send that message to Jason. I had written a message and I think it was just a little bit overboard. <laughs> I mean... It's all meaningful, but then there's this one little line yes. that says a little more than it should say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little bit over the edge. Yes. And I remember dismissing it and saying, ah, whatever, I'm yes. going to send this message anyway. anyway. And I clicked on the send button and the message did not send. And the Holy Spirit told me, delete that. <laughs> I said, uh, okay, I did not hear you. I did not hear you. I'm gonna click send and I clicked send again. And the message did it not, not send. <laughs> it did not send. It didn't even leave <laughs> my phone. <laughs> and, and the Holy Spirit told me again, delete that line. Yes. I am serious. So I delete that line and I click send and the network obeyed. <laughs> The network <laughs> obeyed the word of the Lord. <laughs> the message sent. And let me tell you, if there is 
one thing that happened at that very moment is that my fear of God increased. <laughs> the fear of the Lord increased in me. Because if God can stop my network, and yet I could not obey God, yes. it said a lot. And I feared God at that very point. Because it showed me that he has power over everything. Everything. What? Everything. What other thing did we do? We were accountable. Mm-hmm. We had people around us who would ask questions. The tough ones. The very tough questions. Elizabeth. Jason. Have you been intimate? Mm-hmm. How are your conversations? Mm-hmm. Are you going way too far? Mm-hmm. I remember there was even someone who would call you at night. Yes. Are you with Elizabeth at this right point? Right now. <laughs> Where is she? Is she in her mother's house? Yes. yes. All right. Okay. And then they would just hang up and that would be And it. that would be it. And that really helped us to keep on the straight and narrow. And we also included our best couple to be. They would ask us questions very directly and openly. Questions that no one else would probably have asked us mm-hmm. but just having them to be accountable to helped us in our walk mm. like we know there's someone who is looking yes and someone is better, watching someone is what and we have allowed them yes. to watch we've yes. allowed them to ask us this question yes we've allowed them to intrude <laughs> we've allowed their intrusion <laughs> yes because it is necessary at this point at this point mm. for us to stay pure in line with accountability, whenever we would meet, we didn't just meet at restaurants. Because, mm-hmm. well, I've just resigned from work. <laughs> There's no continual income. Mm-hmm. So we had to be creative about how we hung out. So I had moved into a house with one of my friends. And that is where Liz would come and visit me. Because we're in this house, there are amenities that are available for our use if we wanted to go down the wrong path. Mm. But now, we ensured that this body of ours had to, had be, to around. be around with us in the same room. Every time I visited. Every time Liz visited. So it may have been inconveniencing when you look at it in the eyes of other people. Mm-hmm. Like, can we meet on Wednesday? No, we can't meet because so-and-so will not be around. Be around. Okay, so when will he be around? Mm. He'll be around on Thursday. All right, then let me move my plans from this day to that day. Let's mm. let's align things just to ensure that we're not walking down a path that we should not. Mm. It was very intentional. And this buddy of ours was there when we were having our conversations, mm. when we were talking, how we were laughing, how we were looking into each other's eyes, how we were touching or not. Mm. <laughs> he was there. Mm. To ensure that we did not slip. Mm. And when I was taking you to the bus stage, he would accompany me. Mm-hmm. All the way to the place where we would ensure that you are safe to take your own vehicle back home. You know, this seems like it was a lot of work. Eh? Well, it but it was. was it was. <laughs> but it was necessary. Necessary. Like you have got to do whatever it takes. Yes. If it would mean you chain yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, <If>, yes. <laughs> Tape yourself to the wall. Yes. Or ask someone to tape you to the wall. And that is how we are. <laughs> yes. 
if it's as important to you as life and death Please. because it really is life and it death it is life and death christ even said if your limb is going to make you miss out on heaven mm. deal drastically with it yeah do away with it whatever it is do away with it so that you are still on the straight and narrow if you have to cut something off it's true. if you have to sever a limb in order to stay alive doctors will not allow you to keep a septic foot on your body because the sepsis will spread to the rest of your body through your bloodstream question. and you will die question it how many of us are keeping septic friends around and not cutting them off and they are leading to our death slowly by slowly by slowly and you do not have the guts to cut off that limb or even to walk off huh. how many of us are watching septic stuff we in fact let's jump to that uh-huh. from watching our conversation to being accountable we also had to watch what we are listening to yes and watching yes that's the fifth thing that we did because garbage in garbage out exactly whatever it is that i am feeding myself is going to be transferred to the person that i am hanging out with mm-hmm. because the things that we are putting in ourselves they will come out mm. from the overflow mm. of our hearts our mouths will speak mm. 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 you know and so what is it that i am putting in my heart that i am allowing to overflow mm-hmm. it had better be something that will edify this it real relationship it. yes it had better edify me as a person mm. and so everything that we were watching personally listening to personally had to be checked yes. it had to go through the guardrails of god are they true are they pure are they worthy and those were the things that we focused on and it may look foolish i lived in eastlands nairobi and the matatus there are known to play blaring music mhm and the content isn't necessarily proper content mm-hmm. so it would look foolish i would get into a bus and plug in my earphones and crank up my volume so that i drown out every other sound from the music that's playing in these vehicles i know this at the back of my head it's not proper for my ears mm. so with time i singled out the vehicles that were quiet Mm-hmm. and did not play even a single kind of music. Mm-hmm. I'd rather go in quietness and trust. <laughs> I'd rather go in a quiet vehicle yeah. than worry about the content that is coming into my spirit. Mm-hmm. Cuz you see, even if it's not your kind of music, even if it's not your kind of movie, your subconscious is yeah. feeding and feeding and feeding. Yes. And whatever comes in is what will come out. you're being influenced even when you don't want to be influenced yes. you're being influenced even when you think you're not being influenced mm-hmm. one of the major things that we also did was choosing to feed our spirits on the word of god we would ensure that we are on a reading plan of the bible mm-hmm. and we would be feeding our spirit man and not feeding our flesh mm. and just knowing from the word of god what god expected of us 
as individuals, as a couple, really helped us to obey and walk in those ways. Mm. So I think it's important for us, wherever it is that we are in this journey, if we are single, if we are engaged, if we are married, because it's important for us to keep feeding our spirit on the right things, on the word of God. At the end of the day, looking at the bigger picture, our goal is to get to heaven. And so we need to know God's ways that will lead us, that will take us there. Yes. And so it's important for us to just keep feeding on the word of God, mm, mm, to mm. walk right by him. One other thing we did was not let our lips touch. Yes, yes. We were very intentional about that. Mm-hmm. And we learned this from another married couple that made this their standard. Mm-hmm. If they did it, it is something that we can pick up and we never kissed. You know, that for some people is a basic display of affection. Mm-hmm. But for us, it was one of the things that we had decided that we will only kiss once we are pronounced husband and wife. Mm-hmm. It was one of the things that helped us to really stay on that clear path yes. of purity. Yes. I know you're meant to be mine and I am yours, mm-hmm. but until there is a ring on that finger, mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. the pastor says, mm-hmm. you may now kiss your bride, mm-hmm. we are not going to kiss. Mm. And it was a decision that may have looked foolish to some people. It's a decision that for some people seems too hard to attain. Mm -hmm. But it can work. Mm. It worked for us. If it can work for you, implement it. It really set those boundaries clear. Yes. That there is no way we are going to have any kind of physical touch that would have led our mind down a path that would have ultimately led us to physically going further and further, deeper and deeper Mm, mm. into what we should not be doing. Yes. And we decided to keep each other pure until the wedding day. Yes. And for sure, we finally kissed on the wedding day Mm. when we were pronounced husband and wife. Yes. And just in line with this talk of choosing purity. I remember reading a book by Randy Alcon called The Purity Principle. One real-life example he wrote was a gentleman came to his office and he had been struggling living in purity with his lady friend. Mm -hmm. And as he was relating, he felt that God is the one who's not helping him live this life in purity, walk in a proper manner. And as he was talking, Randy was pushing a heavy book off the table. Mm He kept pushing it to the very edge of the table while this gentleman was talking. Eventually it fell down with a thud. And the gentleman was like, why have you done that? Mm -hmm. Randy told him, that's what you have been doing. Whoa. Mm -hmm. God has given you this table to stand on, but you keep pushing your boundaries. You keep pushing your agenda. You keep pushing, 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 pushing until you fall. Wow. The table is there for you to stand. Picture yourself driving up a mountain that's steep. Mm -hmm. And the road is narrow and rough. Mm. Will you drive on the edge of the precipice 
or mm. on the side of the cliff, away from the drop. Ay, safety as safety can get. In your right mind, you will drive on the safe side. Mm. Not on the edge where there's a drop. Yeah. So, why on earth would we be toying mm. with purity in this sense? Instead of driving on the safer side, mm -hmm. we're, we're asking, how far is too far? How much Ooh. is too much? How short is too short? How much watching is too much watching? Mm. If I'm listening to this, is it wrong? Mm. The moment you're asking, is it wrong? There's already a problem right there. Wow. The, the walk of purity, it has a thin line between impurity mm -hmm. and purity. There's a very thin line. Mm -hmm. That once you cross it, you will not even know when you're crossing it. Mm. Purity is an intention. Mm. You do not fall into sin. You walked into it. Whoa, what an illustration. You will say you fell. No, you did not fall. Mm -mm. You walked intentionally into it. One step at a time. One step at a time. One watching at a time. One book at a time. One look at a time. One touch at a time. It's gradual. A gradual increment. And one day you find yourself in there and you will look back and you'll be like, I got here. And if you retrace your steps, you will actually find the very point where that fall happened. There's a song that says you don't crumble in a day. No, no, no. It is a slow fade. It's a slow fade. Wow. You fell on day one, not on the day that the actual sin happened. You fell on that first day. So how about you deal with that first time mm. in order to not get to this crazy part where you'll now have to be assured that your salvation is still intact. You'll now have to walk again with a counselor. You'll now have to have all these things coming up. And God in his graciousness has put boundaries around us mm -hmm. not to prevent us mm. from doing what would bring us joy, mm -hmm. but to prevent us from going into danger. Someone ever shared this illustration of a school, a primary school, in Africa we call them primary schools, where children are going to school, but this school is bordering a major highway. Mm -hmm. Where vehicles are where moving. Where vehicles are speeding by. Mm -hmm. It is sensible for the school administration to put up a wall around the school mm -hmm. so that when the children are out in the field playing mm -hmm. they will not veer out of the school premises out of the school bounds onto the road where they may be run over if there was no fence in that school the children would not even be getting out to go and play no because seeing the danger you'd rather be on the safe side. Yes, you'd rather lock them up in their classrooms. <laughs> you know, but because there is a fence, there is a boundary. Yes. They know we can play we, up, up until, until the fence. Up until this point, yes. Mm. So that we are safe in here. Mm -hmm. We will play as much as we want in here. Mm -hmm. And children will play, they'll get dirty. Yes. Okay. As they should. They'll fight. As they should in this boundary yes so if that boundary is lifted mm. it is worse out there yeah god gave us boundaries not to hinder us mm. but to help us to give us freedom this reminds me of king david how he fell with bathsheba mm. 
And we may think that he fell from the moment that he took a look at Bathsheba Mm-mm. and then took the next steps. Mm. But no, he fell at the point when he decided not to go to war. <laughs> it was a season when kings go to war. He had to go to war. But he chose to stay behind. But he made a choice not to go. Yes. He was not doing what he ought to be doing. Mm. So when you don't do what you ought to do, mm-hmm. things are going to work in a different way. Mm-hmm. So what are you supposed to do? What are the things that if you sat down and said, now I need to think about this, I need to list things mm. that are going to help me in staying pure. Mm. What is that like for you? What are those things that apply to you personally that are going to help you stay pure. One man of God said these words, the Bible tells us that God has a plan for you. Mm-hmm. A plan for good, a plan for a future, a plan that has hope. Mm-hmm. And he said these words, the enemy, the devil, mm-hmm. has a plan for you as well. Mm-hmm. So if you're not aligned to God's plan, mm-hmm. you will fall on this other plan. You will. They're all playing at the same time. Mm. So, how about you stick to God's plan mm-hmm. and not fall prey to the enemy who's walking around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. And if you're the one available, you'll you be, devoured. be devoured. And the key word today, the takeaway word is choice. 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 You choose, choose purity. Choose ye this day who you will serve. Yes. I have placed before you life and death. death. And God says, choose life. Yes. But then again, it's his instruction. Choose life. If you choose not to choose life, you (laughs) know what your choice is. If you choose to do nothing about it, you've chosen. It's still a choice. The ball is in your court. Mm. The ball is in your court. How you walk in purity as a single person, how you walk in purity as a married couple, and even as the individuals in this marriage. Mm. How you walk in purity, it all boils down to you and your choice. Wow, beautiful. Mm. So, it's a wrap, guys. Thank you for listening to the very end. Thank you so much for all your feedback. We appreciate all of it, and we appreciate you as well. Check out our website, www.coupledforlife.org. We'll see you in our next episode gonna be good. It's gonna be exciting. We'll see you there.